Good morning, everyone. It is time to jump into Neon and Beyond. I'm your host, Steph McKenzie, and happy Easter weekend, everyone. Thank you for taking some time this morning as we get you up close and personal with amazing things that happen here in Southern Nevada, Clark County, and the greatest state ever, that is Nevada, all things in your backyard and throughout your neighborhood. So we are going to jump into some great things in the next hour. But kicking things off, I thought this was very appropriate this morning. April is here, and that's National Autism Acceptance and Awareness Month. Now, about one in 36 children have been identified with Autism Spectrum Disorder, or ASD, and that's according to estimates from the CDC's Autism and Developmental Disabilities Monitoring Network. And none other than the beautiful and and is very diverse in this topic, Linda Tash is joining us. She is the co-founder and president and CEO of the Collaboration Center Foundation. She is amazing, a mover and a shaker here. So everybody, a warm welcome for Linda Tash. Good morning, Linda. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Stephanie. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. And I'm so happy to be here talking to you today. Well, you and I have been friends for quite some time, and the journey of everything that you have done, the passion, the drive, and what you're doing for kids, and kids especially with autism spectrum disorder is just, it blows my mind every time I talk to you. I learn something new. The world and the journey that you've been on and where you're going is absolutely incredible. And more importantly, I love that you're here to help all of us, and and more than then people would probably even think of this journey that so many are going on. So with all of that being said, with April being National Autism Acceptance and Awareness Month, what do you want people to know the most about all of this? Oh, my goodness. Well, I know we don't have enough time to say it all, but <laughs> right. I do have to start with that, you know, uh, this is a, a saying, never underestimate a passionate mom that has focus. <laughs> right. Because honestly, everything that I've done up until this point and everything I will do really has been driven by my son, you know, and that's why we've called him, you know, all through the years, our chief inspiration officer. But, but really, you know, that, that's what drives me um, to do what, what I do and keeps me going because it's not easy um, to raise a child with, you know, autism because, because really it's lifelong, right? I, yes. I think that's, that's important for everyone to know is that you know, it, it, it continues through, through, until, through adulthood. And so, you know, Grant's 21 now, and um, just like other moms and dads, you know, we, we learn every step of the way. And so whatever I learn, my goal is to really just, you know, pass that along to other families, you know, because, because if I can help somebody not have to, you know, experience the, uh, how do you say it, the, the hopelessness and desperation. If I can take some of that away, then I feel like it's all worth it. <laughs> well, and, you know, I mean, before we get to the Collaboration Center and all the great things that are going on there and the new stuff that's going on with them, all these statistics to me are just mind-blowing. And through the years, one of the biggest things through us talking here on Neon and Beyond these numbers keep going down because it used to not be one in 36, right? I mean, I think when we started, it was one in 76 or something. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think, so Grant was born in 01, 2001, and um, he was diagnosed, like officially diagnosed um, in 2005. And it was like, I think, one in 65 at the time. 
So it has, yeah, tremendously. And in fact, the last number that was reported before 1 in 36 was actually 1 in 44, which was in 2018. So without a doubt, it is just significantly um, increasing in prevalence. Well, and let me tell you something. It's reported to occur, what I've read too, in all racial, ethnic, and socioeconomic groups. Um, Also, I read that it's four times more common among boys than girls. And Mm -hmm. then one in six, that's about 17%, you guys. And I say all of this because, you know, you got to remember, you never know what anyone's going through in their journey. But one in six children aged three to 17 years were diagnosed with a developmental disability reported by parents, and that was during the period of 2009 to 2017, which included autism, attention deficit, excuse me, hyperactivity disorder, blindness, uh, CP, were just a few of the other ones that were named there. And like you said, this is lifelong. You know, they don't turn 18, go to college, bye, get a job, thank you. This is forever. No, no, it, it, that, yeah, it, it's ongoing. It's ongoing. And um, it is staggering. It's really, really staggering, you know. And in addition to, you know, really recognizing, you know, Autism Acceptance and Awareness Month, because really that's kind of, you know, that, that has the largest prevalence, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, there's, very, there's many theories on that. You know, they say that the, um, the spectrum is larger now than what it was back in the day. But, you know, back, back when I was growing up, you know, they have these special ed classrooms that never integrated with regular classrooms. And then a lot of kids that had severe, you know, disorders didn't come to school, right? They stayed at home or they were institutionalized. So really, you know, the prevalence is a combination of things, but the world research is showing that there is some pre-genetic disposition and something environmental is triggering that. So, you know, we don't know what it is. no known cause or cure. There's theories, you know, people have ideas on what they think it is, but there's no proof of, of that that is what it is. There's no smoking gun. So what we have to do is we have to make sure that we're diagnosing as early as possible and getting those treatments and therapies and support services done for the whole family and the child. So, you know, really the outcomes are so much greater for, you know, that independence and meaningful living so yeah it's, it's it's staggering and like you said there's so many things that go into this and there's so many theories but where is the proof but it is there because there is a disorder that goes on and uh, yeah. full transparency as a mom with a baby girl that has adhd i think she'll always be my baby girl even though she's 10 going on 30. <laughs> oh my gosh i love it um, they have typical traits Yes, absolutely. You know, it's something that is, you know, I love, I'm not a, a, uh, what's, I'm not like a huge routine. Like you do, you know, you got some things that you do the same every day, but there's not the same day every day in our house. I'll tell you that. Yeah. (laughs) Ever. Yeah, you meaning of flexibility. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Absolutely. All right. So the really cool thing that you're behind and really we're talking about this morning too, besides April being National Autism Acceptance and Awareness Month, is the Collaboration Center Foundation, which is huge. And by the way, you guys was established just recently in February of 2019, which is amazing. And you're doing so many great things. 
Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You know, you've always been one of my biggest cheerleaders, so I will talk to you anytime. Let me know. (laughs) Well, and again, on full transparency on that, my daughter, like your journey, this has been something that I've been pushing since she was in kindergarten, and we didn't get anything official, I say in air quotes, until she was in fourth grade. So it is a long journey, and you never know the journey of what people are going through. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, you know, just, um, you know, it's kind of adding to that, you know, on a personal level as a mom as well is that, you know, it can be very isolating um, because, you know, not many people, not everybody understands what you're going through. And then you almost feel like, you know, gosh, am I parenting wrong or, you know, or, you know, am I, what am I not doing? You know, and then sometimes, you know, the, the professionals, the medical professionals aren't trained. So it's, it, it can be very, very like isolating um, devastating journey until you really get those answers. And then, you know, like you and I talking or other parents talking to each other that we're not alone. I think really that's like the biggest thing that at Collaboration Center through our Pathways program, we really want families to know, hey, you know, you're not alone. This is not an easy journey, no. right? The systems of care are, are just hard to navigate, right? So, um, you know, so that, that's, you know, a really important point that you bring up, you know, and that's really, I think, half the battle it is the awareness um, of it for, for other, um, you know, peers and, and you know, um, family members and stuff, but really just um, knowing that, hey, you're not alone and there is there are solutions out there. And that's really, you know, at it, the heart uh, of what we're doing as well. Um, well, know, and on that, just real quick on that, too, I think one of the things that I've learned through all this, first of all, Every other day, I think I'm crazy, or is she crazy, or is the world crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the journey that it it just is amazing to me. But the biggest thing, and I hope everyone listening really pays attention to this, and I'm sure Linda will agree with me, do not stop. Do not think it's going to go away. Do not turn your head, because I've learned from, I mean, and let me tell you, we've like you, Linda, I know I'm newly new at this, but... Oh my gosh, I can't believe people don't think it's a real thing or they right. think a pill's going to fix it. It does yeah. just because you might get some meds or something along the way or hey, they're this, that doesn't mean it goes away. And that's no, the biggest piece I want people to know about this. Yeah, there's not a fix. You know, uh-uh. there's not a quick fix. There's not a quick fix. And honestly, the medication because you and I have spoke, you know, Grant, I had to do the same thing. I was one of those parents that was like, "Oh my gosh, I'd never medicate my child," right? Me too. I was- <laughs> and and finally, the doctors who actually weren't big medicators said to me, Linda, if we don't put him on some type of stabilizing meds, because he has ADHD as well, in addition to his autism and sensory issues, so environments would just set him off without him even know, understanding. But, you know, they were like, you know, for us to even focus on his speech or his occupational therapy, you know, his fine motor skills, because he couldn't write, they were like, you know, we have to have some medication, but you're absolutely right. That's just an, it's an aid. Oh That's my gosh. Therapy. And I cried and cried and cried and cried. I cried for a long time about that. Yeah. And you get to the point and, and, you know, help me out here is that you get to the point where you're just like, you know, if it is going to improve their quality of life and help them and not harm them, I'm all in. <laughs> uh, well, listen, once you try it, you're just like, Oh yes. Why yeah. did I do this a long time Yeah, ago? Yeah. 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 I mean, I was the mom that went in like you. My practitioners were the same. I was just like, isn't there like an herb in the desert or jungle we can yeah. find and like burn it and like rub them on it or something? 
exactly. Oh my gosh, that's that's hilarious. That's hilarious. But but we're just you know what we're really excited about after you know everything that we're just talking about, and you mentioned you know how vast the scope of developmental disability is. Um, and through the years, when I was talking to different parents that had maybe children with Down syndrome or any other type of you know. Um, you know, disability, it was like we always had the same thing in common. So I started realizing a, several years ago that, you know, we all, like, like there's not really that, that disability inclusive. It's like, you know, no. you have autism here, you have ADHD here, you have cerebral palsy here, you know, or Down syndrome over here. And there was really no organizations that were addressing that everything as a whole, like a community, of, you know, different types of challenges. And this is the thing, too, that most people don't realize and that we're understanding now is that more than 25% of people with autism have more than one condition. So, for example, we're collaborating with the Children's Heart Foundation because there's a lot of congenital heart issues that come with developmental disabilities, right? So we, um, so they were telling me of one of their clients that now is going through our Pathways program, they have the boy, the nine-year-old, not only has a congenital heart condition that he goes to the Children's Heart Center, um, but he has autism, and he's vision impaired. Yeah, so I mean, there's, and that's why I really, this morning, are focusing on Neon and Beyond. April, first of all, is National Autism Acceptance and Awareness Month, and the beautiful Linda Tash is with us. She's the co-founder, president, and CEO of the Collaboration Center. And the Collaboration Center Foundation was established in 2019 to create the largest disability resource network in Nevada. And like Linda and I chatting and everyone listening this morning, just reach out. Don't be embarrassed because they are helping everyone. Yeah. Yeah, please. I mean, you're not alone. You're not crazy. <laughs> no. No judgment. Like, we literally, like, our motto is come as you are. You know, come as you are. And, you know, we have this beautiful five-acre campus that actually is under some amazing renovations right now for program expansion, family events. Um, you, you name it, a tortoise habitat, a community garden, a grab-and-go cafe, um, a family movie area. I mean, it, it's just this amazing five-acre campus is, is this destination that's going to be safe. Um, there's going to be a preschool, uh, different therapies. Um, and one of the things we didn't mention yet that is very, very now prevalent is dyslexia. So dyslexia does fall under learning disabilities that is also under developmental disability. So dyslexia, we created the first dyslexia support group in the state um, of Nevada. So, you know, there, there's so many challenges um, out there that, again, we just want to be so embrace everyone and be inclusive. And let's have a voice. Like, let's, let's have one voice, right, for all intellectual, developmental learning and physical disabilities let's let's just all come together and work on this together well and that doesn't mean that these children aren't going to be productive citizens of society because i will tell you like linda said and i just really want to hit this point home and can't be as clear as possible and again i love to share my journey because i i hope to help other people hopefully you that are listening this morning or know of someone but she was saying it's you know 
the Children's Heart Foundation is over here or CP Foundation is over here or, you know, get tutoring over here where the Collaboration Center Foundation is coming together for everyone. My daughter has learning disabilities, which run the gamut, but is also have dyslexia and ADHD. So we have a lot going on. A lot. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So not that you don't or other people that are listening, but it just... We're all together, and and my daughter is a thriving cheerleader on club sports, and she's very social, and so she doesn't go in this little box, and she doesn't go in this little box. So she marches to the beat of her own little drum. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm so happy you mentioned those wonderful things that she's achieving because, you know, that's that's really, our I think, our hope and our goal is really – finding like helping our children reach their full potential. Right. Yes. I mean, that's, that's the goal is that because they can just like grant, you know, grant lives on his own. He doesn't drive, but he takes the bus to work. He works for us and um, he's thriving. Yes. And honestly, never would have understood like when he was younger, you know, you don't know what the future holds, but you, you just, you have to just keep going. Like you said, keep, Keep doing, you know, keep doing the journey, keep doing the therapies, the support and encouraging them to do any activities and, and not have this like, you know, they not have this um, uh, like uh, idea of that they can't achieve. They can. They or they're can in achieve. a box. Can't put them in a box. Yeah, don't put them in that box, that yeah. society box. He's so limiting. <laughs> All right. This morning, the beautiful Linda Tash has joined us. She is the co-founder, president, and CEO of the amazing Collaboration Center Foundation. April is National Autism Acceptance and Awareness Month. So thank you to everyone who supports. And thank you to everyone, first and foremost, for listening and wanting to help us. And in that instance, Linda, how can people find out more about the Collaboration Center Foundation? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys, everyone can um, reach out to our website um, at www.collab, that's C-O-L-L-A-B-L-V.org. And you can um, request a tour. You can t- um, request um, a meeting or a call with one of our case management care coordinators. Um, they can give you resources, not only on campus, but off campus. And also, there's a lot of amazing um, autism awareness um, events and activities that are um, happening out there this month. And um, we were going to um, be doing a resource fair, but we can't because um, we have our, our campuses being built out. But we will keep everybody posted um, when it's done and open um, for, for 100% operations. And that way, you know, we'd love to see you out there. But definitely, that's how you can, um, the easiest way to reach us is go to our website. Oh, so beautiful to talk to you, Linda. You're always light at the end of the tunnel for me and even before I started this whole journey. So thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you for never stopping. I can't stress that enough. And I hope everyone listening this morning gets a chance to meet the beautiful Linda Tash, co-founder, president, and CEO of the Collaboration Center Foundation. Thank you so much for shedding some light and kicking things off on Neon this morning. My pleasure. Anytime, Steph. Thank you.